Your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bowen Sheila, the cut kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still, Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill. It's time to get ill with some birds with friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. Bo and Kapati are coming at you with. That's it, thanks, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. <laughs> That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. <laughs> just go with what you saw today. Okay, yeah. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. For You'll sure. be wrong often, yeah. but then you can just point back to when you were right. No yeah. one will remember. No That's one's true. listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends. A Wolf here in my basement. Shilka Padia and Zach Berman in theirs, and we are here... For the schedule release. Very exciting stuff. Uh, this schedule came out today. Definitely going to happen. And I think, you know, one thing that we can say is that it, you know, this release sort of gave gave us all a little bit of hope. Don't you guys think? Hope? Yeah, um, yeah a little bit of hope. Maybe just at the end of the day, a little bit of hope. Yeah, it was it was nice to get the schedule. It was it was it was nice to. To look at it week by week and you know dissect it the way uh, we typically do. Sheila, how are you? Is that somebody's take that it gave us a little bit of hope? Or I that, believe- you're, that you're. I mean, who's, yeah, I'm, I don't I'm know trying who's to figure out what you're mocking. I know uh, you're mocking somebody, <laughs> but I don't know. Like I haven't been listening to anybody's takes on the schedule, uh, so I, I don't. I don't know who that is. Sheila, that's a much better response. Anybody, I thought I had yeah. to play along with it. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't need to you call never have to play name, along. But... If you don't, if you never listen to anything else I say, you don't have to play along. <laughs> well, I know that's right. Uh, Sheila, how are you? Uh, oh, for two, probably today. <laughs> for two today. <laughs> yeah, I think over oh two. <laughs> but you know, know what? what? That's that's okay. Yeah, I'd give myself a half on the parenting front. Definitely over oh one on the on the work front. Uh, we, okay. we we did our game by game predictions, and boy, is that the worst thing that I've ever done. Uh, I just, I love a game by game. Yeah. I hate the snobs who don't like the game by oh, game. I usually, I usually love oh, a game okay. by game prediction, but we can get to it. Like this, it, it, this seems like such a ridiculous exercise to pretend <laughs> like this is what's oh, going to happen. Here it's we just, go. I mean, it's insane. It is like. I mean, the, the, you want right, to have or, this discussion? You, you want, yeah, let's have the discussion. This, you want to talk I'm, about organizational hubris? Like putting out this this schedule and acting like this is what's going to happen is absolutely ridiculous, and there's no reason for them to be doing it right now. Well, first oh, off, and I'm, and I'm glad we got those preseason games on the schedule. That's definitely going to happen in the beginning of August. Well, first off, no one knows anything at this point, okay? Yeah, all they did, exactly. Uh, all they did was put out the schedule. Would you rather than put out a schedule like two weeks before it, it, it were to happen the, if it happens? Well, and so what about the idea that, that was floated of, of you know playing the non-conference games the first four weeks that would, so that would give them a little bit of flexibility? And everyone, everybody's like, oh, you know what? That's a really good idea. That's a really good idea to bake that in, bake in some uncertainty, and no, it's like you just you just put your head down and plow forward. We're the NFL; nobody can stop us. You know, uh, we're, we're this is America, and we can do what we want. It's ridiculous. Well, you see, I I disagree with you though. First off, like I I think any reasonable person understands that that there's a lot up in the air right now. My and 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 the NFL 
would likely acknowledge the same. And, uh, you know, there are, I would imagine, contingencies here. Uh, I, I, I don't think they're just sticking their head in the sand. But, but besides that is, it's a schedule. Like they're, they're, they're not putting anyone in harm's way right now. They're, they're, they're putting out a schedule. And, and I, I, I don't mean to be coming off as, as like argumentative here, but this has been like, like two months where, where I'm hearing the audacity that they have free agency and the audacity that they have a draft. And now it's, it's like, how can they dare put out a schedule? They're, they're, you know, we've, They've they they've they've managed to do this without putting anyone in harm's way. It will we'll see what happens this summer. We'll see what happens this fall. But I don't think that it's it's essentially a television program tonight and putting out a you know just if there is a season, this is what it will look like. I, I have no objection to that. So I I think there is a difference between this and free agency in the draft. And I will admit that I was wrong about free agency in the draft. I did not think that they should go forward with free agency when they did, and that turned out just fine, and and so did the draft. So, you know, I'll, I'll take the L there. But uh, this is different because those things, like, actually had to happen, and there were things that were that were actually being affected. Like, there were transactions that were being made. This is not a thing that needs to be done right now, and it is a thing that, like... Uh, who who knows what happens over the next several months? But whatever happens, if there is football, like these guys who were drafted are going to be on those teams. We, there is absolutely no way to say that we know uh, with any like any degree of of relative certainty that uh, the season is going to start this way. There's no reason to to do it right now. And you said it was it's a TV show. That's all this is. This is like a craven. Uh, attention grab that does not need to happen right now. What's the downside? Like, 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 what was the downside of the schedule coming out tonight? You, they look like morons in two months when they have to, in three months when they have to change the entire schedule. They look like morons, or or they're just reacting to the information at, at, at hand at the time. Well, I mean, sure. Like, I, I guess you're right that Rogers' downside is that uh, they got some ratings tonight, but. But why not bake in things like what you know? This is what could happen if we have to cancel the first month of the season or something like my that. My guess like, is, is they've had those 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 conversations. Like yeah, I, my I guess can't is imagine had them too. And my guess someone was like, "Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of good ratings tonight, so we gotta do it." You saw those numbers that uh, the Michael Jordan documentary pulled. Let's we gotta compete with that. And don't eat my pizza. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> Is that me? Uh, I I uh, I was sending a little note here to Pistol Pete on our uh, on our written product as you two were uh, hashing that out. So I was listening out of uh, out of one ear as I tried to type. But uh, I mean, I, I kind of tend to agree with Zach. I mean, I I like uh, taking the NFL to uh, task and making fun of them as much as possible. But I, I mean, I don't really see the uh, the big deal here. Like Zach said, nobody is getting hurt by this. No one is getting harmed by this you know i don't think they're i don't think anyone's come out and said we're 100 percent going forward with this schedule or anything like that i think they had do have some baked in contingencies i believe uh like the early season games or something they tried to align like the week two games align them with uh, like both those teams have buys on the same week or something so um they're obviously going to work on a lot of different uh scenarios yeah this very well might not be the the schedule that happens but i i also don't see like the big deal with it to but be why do honest. they have to do it now what's the rush 
Why shouldn't they do it? Yeah, now? what's the downside? When, when because do, when they do don't you want know, them to do it? Because they don't know no anything. One, no one Nobody knows, anything. knows anything. In in two weeks, are they going to have a better idea? I, I mean, I, when when would be the appropriate time to when you figure out do it? like when you figure out when other sports are maybe starting to come back? Like I don't know. Well, they've had though. I mean, they. I'm sure they've had conversations, and they have a rough idea on the likelihood of different scenarios. And maybe this allows some people to start some planning. Uh, I don't know. Maybe people with jobs at the state. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing stuff out there. But it puts dates and t. You know, travel you, and that you, type you, of stuff out there. Have you booked your flights already, Zach? Obviously not. No. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a difference this year compared to past seasons. But yeah, to what she was saying too. Uh, a I lot of maybe this, I'm just looking to get upset about stuff. Maybe maybe yeah. I just need something. I know to that's angry right. About, but. Well, well, I, I mean, in in terms of like like working with other leagues, that is a logistical thing with these schedules. Is is that there are facility considerations? Um, there's there's a lot that goes into it, both with with other uh, professional sports and with college sports. So, uh, you know, I I do think it's it's a uh, constructive for them to have like a working idea if things were to continue uh i mean let's say that they play games without fans or, or however it may be that i that mean they i'll have tell a, you right, one place. thing right now there will be no fans in the stands if they're playing games in september but uh, nonetheless like i i just i don't see that the the downside and i'm i'm i'm, I'm with shield in in that like if if the nfl was hosting a a live draft where they had all these people come out and people were in harm's way. Obviously, you take them to task for that. But I just feel there's 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 been like a lot of uproar at the NFL during the past two months when really the off season all this is is just programming discussion points. Um, like like there's there are nuance so many nuance. serious problems right now in the world like we don't need to manufacture them and i think being outraged that the nfl has a schedule coming out tonight is manufactured problem it's not a real problem i I think what outrages me is not that they release the schedule but that it's like it's this it's the same old release and like this is like this is what the league the 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 season is going to look like and like let's put out our our branded videos on what the schedule is and uh all these fun little things it's like how about a little bit more regard for what's going on, like you're saying, and be like, this is what we think it could look like, or this is what, I don't know, it's, maybe that's asking too much, uh, you know, the draft, at least they were like, you know, raising money and doing all these other things, this is just, it, it feels to me a little bit uh Naked capitalism. I don't know. Your your boy Sean Payton sent food to healthcare workers in every city that the Saints oh, are going to be playing that's in. Good job by them. Yeah. So so people are doing some of that. Okay. And I then mean, everybody I, else I is know. releasing like a Tiger King thing, as if that's. Well, I uh, listen. Still I don't watch. You know, I don't watch any of this nonsense. So I can't have a commentary. Yeah, I've, been, you, I've been writing since the schedule the came Saints, out. The Saints <laughs> one was the only one I saw. I didn't see any of the other ones. I don't care about them. It's, I think it's just content. I mean, are you writing about what's going to happen in the 2020 season? Should we take you to task for doing that? You don't know if there's going to be a season. You you've written about how uh, Jalen Rager me. could perform. As a rookie, I'm trying to get that in every story I write. <laughs> All right, <There's> so <laughs> hey, listen. As always, the motto here is one that I uh, echo many times. Who cares? Well, that's for sure. <laughs> 
don't know. Right, I'm, so I'm out when we tweet this, one, I lose. I'll take that. I'll tell, you know, you guys win. That's fine. When when we tweet this out, we should uh, let people know that the listen the first eleven minutes. If you want to get past <laughs> that and just get just get to the good stuff with the game by game by game predictions, then you can do that. Yeah, and as much you know, I agree with you. The NFL does you know squeeze every drop of juice out of every opportunity, but at the same time, it's very popular, and there are you know people at home who are going through the games and saying, "I think the Eagles are going to go ten and six and texting their friends, "Hey, you know, like this stretch sucks. They got screwed here. That type of thing. Is it important in the grand scheme of things? No, but it's like every other piece of content and entertainment that people are consuming as they're uh, you know trying to do the right thing and. Uh, stay out of um harmful situations right now so i don't see the big deal in it all right fair enough how much what percentage of your guys parenting day do you feel like you spend on the floor a lot yeah a lot that's a i'm I'm sitting down with them a lot i do like zero zero i mean first of all i don't do a lot of parenting i said i'm (laughs) over two uh but even when i do uh yeah i think how old are your kids now how old's everyone's kids uh two and one what age yeah almost two and a half for oh yeah yeah no you'll uh i think once they certainly hit four you will be mostly past that and you got to train them at a young age leela knows every time if we're playing a game or something on the floor she's got to get daddy's uh black chair ready for him because uh his body can't handle just mm. sitting on the floor uh without that so well yeah. see i like being on the floor i like i like you know reading a book on my back or or being full side lie sideways i can't be doing like crisscross applesauce but uh like lying on the ground is a good that's a good parenting position for me what do you do for the neck you do like you got a pillow or something no but you just you know switch sides mm, no that's uncomfortable i'll tell you a little uh a little cheat code as the kid is that what the kids say cheat code yeah. yes that, people still use that uh if you, you get a foam Moses roller foku was a damn cheat code oh. go ahead foam uh, roller okay <laughs> uh you get a foam roller you put that kind of behind the neck as your pillow that's uh that's very comforting okay all right to the games. Uh, all right. So what? I mean, are we, we're just going to uh, go through the schedule and pretend it's a real thing. <laughs> I mean, if you want to leave, Zach and I <laughs> yeah. can do, do it. <laughs> all right. So well, it's, well it's this will be the you. cognitive dissonance podcast. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, the the Eagles open up with uh, a preseason game in Indianapolis. <laughs> we're going to preseason. No, okay. we're not doing the preseason. <laughs> Move on. Oh, we can't we can't pretend like that's gonna happen. You're not gonna you don't have any juice for a Frank Wright game. That's that's never part of the conversation. Okay, so uh, week two of the preseasons at Miami. That's a good road trip. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, theoretically, week one, S- September thirteenth at Washington for the Eagles. Here's a here's an actual bone to pick. I don't like division games week one. Like, why why do these division games have <laughs> to happen in the beginning what? of the season? I think it's okay. stupid. I, I mean, who cares? Why? Why don't you like division games in week one? Because they're too important. Week one, who knows? Like, I, I don't know. Like, Washington, they're playing Washington week one and week 17. That seems ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that, that really. doesn't seem on. That doesn't seem like a little bit weird to you. And, and every game is the, like well, you every have week, to play every the Sunday games. in the National Football League. I it's mean, the third time you... in four years they're opening up against Washington. Yeah, why? And why is it always Washington? 
They're yes. giving you a team that had the number two pick in the draft last year. Uh, if you well, I'm not complaining like them, it's a bad draw for the Eagles. I'm just uh, I'm yeah, saying like so who cares in terms of in terms of equity. It seems a little weird. I don't know. So I I did see um, John Hightower, uh, the the New Eagle, who as as we said is oh, that's is, right. is from Landover, Maryland, and he he tweets out potential first NFL game in my hometown of Landover, Maryland. Ooh, I, I like that he says any more motivation. I'm in on John so Hightower. yeah, so my question is is potential because of the pandemic, or is potential because he's a uh, fifth round pick and he doesn't. You know, he doesn't know what his 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 roster status will be, or he or yeah, maybe he'll get injured. Yeah, or 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 that. So that, that I think he's going. I think he's going pandemic. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm I'm all in on John Hightower now. I like that. He's with me. <laughs> it's your boy. He thinks um, he you should have. We should have him as a guest on the pod. Yeah, now you're talking. So uh, yeah, so as I said, third time in in, in four years they're playing against Washington, and I actually isn't that weird. I, 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 I really like Washington's defensive line. Like I think they're they're just loaded up front, and and that's going to be a challenge. But I think uh, offensively they still have shortcomings, and and my expectation is is that the Eagles would go down there and and, and win. And I say that without having seen the Eagles practice for a minute yet. So obviously, whenever this season takes place, my opinion might be different. If if you, I, you know, if you believe in Dwayne Haskins, I feel like getting him week one is probably a good thing. Yeah, you were you were a little smitten with a Dwayne Haskins last year, Bo. You liked him when he played the Eagles. Oh, I wouldn't say smitten, but I was I was more impressed with him than I was expecting to be. I thought he yes. had a good game that that game. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought he did too. Uh, who who is starting left tackle for the Eagles in this game? Good question. And, I'm going Andre Dillard still. In what percentage uh, confidence do you give that answer? Turkeys. Let's let give it break out turkeys. <laughs> Oof. All right, I'll go, uh, I'll go 63 turkeys, Andre Dillard. <laughs> oh, baby. 35 turkeys, Jason Peters. <laughs> what? And two turkeys, Matt Pryor. Mm. Zach? Um, <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm going to hedge here, man. I'm, I'm going... Uh, Fifty-five hundred. There were forty-five. Whoa, fifty-five. That's it. Oh my gosh. So you think Peters really could be coming back, huh? Uh, well, uh, until he signs elsewhere, I'm I'm not ruling it out. And and D Gun, D Gun. Uh, that's that's my guy. So I'm I'm. Uh, uh, well, I, sh- I shouldn't act like D Gun and I are. I thought that was a little. Uh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I mean, I've seen you be friendly with him. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we we've done TV together a lot. And, uh, ah, okay, yeah, okay. but but uh, no, I mean, I, as I said it, I, I acted like um, <laughs> I, I probably took it a little too far. But uh, no, I mean, I'm I, I'm I'm not going to doubt Derek Gunn's reporting on on, on this. But uh, I I still lean toward Andre Dillard being the starting left tackle. All right, I'll go. Uh, I'll go even crazier. How about fifty one percent Peters, forty nine percent Dillard. Ooh. I'll all switch right, well, it up. I'm, okay. I'm all in for Matt Pryor. Do you have a? Uh, I have a line here. What do you think the line is for this game? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I'm going to guess no line. Why he no has line? A line? He said line. No, he I have a line. line. I'm looking yeah. at a line. I know that was the was a bad joke. Okay. Uh, I would guess Eagles minus four and a half. I'm going to guess five and a half. Six and a half point favorites, wow. the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. 
So we, we for every game or just uh, no? Just I wish, the first yeah, one? I know, okay. just the first one. I can keep looking though. That is fun. Okay, uh, week two then. Eagles theoretically going home to play the Los Angeles Rams. Sean McVay against whom Doug Peterson is undefeated. Correct. So, so this is a uh, a one p.m. kick Eastern time, which is ten a.m. West Coast time, and I imagine that's going to be a, a a talking point. But I, I looked it up, and actually, the Rams have have been very good in that time slot under um, under Man, Sean. You really McVay, did work so. for this. <laughs> I, I mean, I I don't want to write something. People are going to read then... the game by game thing and just be so angry at me. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No, but it's it's like a a, a pet peeve of of, of mine if, if someone declares something, uh, right. you know, without like doing any type of, of research. So this is a, a big mm. advantage they're playing, you know, a, a, a ten a.m. kick when when like the the Rams have have done that before. We did the story last year how Seattle was always very good at that. Uh, nonetheless, so what um, is the I, what is the Rams record under McVeigh? Uh, they haven't lost since at, in, in a 1 p.m. kick on the East Coast because there's been like London ones that they've won too. So I don't look at, okay. at, at, at the East Coast under McVeigh's time. So you have to go back to 2016 when uh, when they lost out there. Okay. Um, now, you know, it's a, it's a limited sample size too. And it, it, it's not like great opponents that, that, that they've beaten, but still uh, that stood out. But uh, nonetheless, I... I, I I like the Eagles in this game. Um, the Rams are a weird team right now because they're they've made a lot of changes. They're they're trying to figure some things out. Like you know, I I'm curious to see what their edge rushing situation is. Um, you know that it's it's just you know they they brought in Leonard Floyd. Um, they obviously traded Brandon Cooks. Drafted of Van Jefferson, uh, Bose Boy. Uh, I'm, help. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with the win. Wax, wax Todd Gurley. Yep, exactly. Nickel Roby Coleman revenge game here. Mm. There you go. I like that. So, so that is obviously going to be a huge storyline. Uh, the Rams are a, <laughs> the Rams are a weird team. I think they have a pretty high floor. I don't know what their ceiling is. They've made really huge changes on defense. Uh, Wade Phillips is obviously gone, and so I think uh, getting them earlier in the season is probably uh, is probably better than getting them uh, later in the season. I, I've got That's the Eagles start, starting out uh, 2-0. As do I. All right. But are, are you weighing in, or, or did you abstain from every uh, pick? I had them uh, going 2-0. I, so now, see, I have it going. Uh, the They play week one. And then basically what happens is someone tests positive, and so every oh, every two weeks there's no game. So it's a, a a game and then two weeks quarantine, a game, two weeks quarantine, and that just sort of happens throughout the season. So what was your final record for the Eagles? Well, we got to wait for that. Oh, okay. Well, are right. we going all the way through? So, but you said you had them 2-0, so when did someone test positive? Well, even though the, even though the games are not played, there are still winners declared. It's just they're declared in different for different reasons. Oh, okay. I'll have to read that. That'll that the athletic dot com slash burnt with friends. If you want to get to uh, what what <laughs> what this mystery is, that will get you forty percent off. All right, week three Bengals. Well, for instance, week three, as we get to the Bengals, is determined by a rock paper scissors game between the Taylor brothers. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I mean, listen, like evaluating a schedule in a regular season is 
this far out is a, a totally ridiculous exercise to begin with. So in this year, let's let's not pretend like we know what's going on. Anyway, uh, the Bengals probably good to theoretically get Joe Burrow early in his rookie season as opposed to later, right? That's what you think. It's gonna be lighting them up mm. from week one. That's your boy. Yes, yeah, so uh, I still have the Eagles. Game. I still, I still a, have the Eagles a, winning uh, a home game, one o'clock. Yes, yes, uh, and and the Bengals. Uh, I I think this team's much better, but their offensive line still has some some question marks. And and, and this is a game when the Eagles' defensive line needs to show up. I think this will be a game where if the Eagles have the ball um like on the one yard line, Zach Ertz will ask to get a a like a a fullback dive so that he can prove how tough he is against the Bengals. Oh, I forgot about oh. that. Mm. It's the last time they okay. played there. Three and oh. I've got the Eagles starting out three and oh. Me too. As uh, as do I. The city is right. ecstatic at that point. <laughs> well, Maybe. <laughs> relatively, yes. There might be other things rel- going on. Yeah, uh, relatively speaking. You know what I mean, okay? <laughs> uh, okay, week four. A big Sunday night primetime game across the country in San Francisco where uh, the governor has already said he doesn't expect there to be sporting events. But, uh, you know, we'll pretend that that's going to happen anyway. San Francisco, Zach gets to make his trip out to uh, HQ. Yeah, this is a big deal for me. So. Yeah. This is <laughs> a good, this is a good landing spot for you. Again, and, for yeah. listeners, since Bo is not explaining, <laughs> HQ is it's the, it's the headquarters of The Athletic is based in San Francisco. Yes. I, don't, I don't assume that everybody knows I think that. that we, so. yeah, I think we have maybe mentioned that uh, before okay. because Zach yes. was hoping for a San Francisco playoff game last year so that he so, could, he could swing so, yeah, that so. into an HQ visit. So a Sunday night game is actually very good for that opportunity. It means you have a little bit more time. Yes. That's right. Yes. So how does that affect the action on the field, you think? Well, that doesn't affect the action on on, oh. on the field, obviously. But it's, uh, you know, in a typical year, if if you uh, did not have, have questions about uh, whether the season would go on as scheduled and, and when, and if you didn't know if there were any <laughs> type of travel restrictions, that would be like – one that I would circle on my schedule. I, I can't wait for that trip sure. for the reason you mentioned. Um, obviously, this year there's there's different circumstances that w- that one must consider. But in theory, uh, and hopefully in practice, uh, that is uh, a trip I have circled on on my schedule. Now, now for the Eagles themselves, uh, they've they've tried to implement some of Kyle Shanahan's offensive uh, philosophies into their mm. scheme this year. The Skangs, uh, the, the Skango revenge game. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I like San Francisco in this game. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of regression from the 49ers. Now they, you know, they have some changes on the defensive side of the ball, but I, I, I think they're going to, they're going to continue to get better. And you got to remember the, the last time the Niners played the Eagles was 2017. CJ Beathard had, had two interceptions, was sacked four times. And a few days later, Kyle Shanahan goes out and trades for Jimmy Garoppolo and the rest is history. I think I correctly called Solomon Thomas a bust as a rookie. There you go. I feel good about that. Um, I also I also have the Eagles losing this game. Yeah, probably a tough matchup. I'm not as fully sold on the Niners, uh, but I, I I like them more than like I like the Rams after their their big season. I think I believe in them a little bit more. 
I'll be quicker with with my game by game stuff too. So I, I don't have. Why wow, you're the one who did? You're the one who actually did the work. You, you you're the <laughs> yeah, one who should be make, talking. Yeah, okay. no, we gotta yeah. make, we gotta make people read those bad read that Got bad it. boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that's right. Uh, Listen, so then I'm this trying is, to get out of here as always. Here's a here's a a matchup that is probably made a little bit more difficult by the ping pong cross country because you come back from a Sunday night game in San Francisco and then you have to go to Pittsburgh for a one o'clock game in week five. Yeah, this is, you know, there are two stretches that I think stand out as being very difficult on the schedule. This is the first one where you're going at San Francisco, at Pittsburgh, and then home uh, against Baltimore. So yeah. uh, the, the Steelers had a great defense last year, the, you know, other than uh, Javon Hargrave. They have most of that defense back again this year, and we will see if Ben Roethlisberger is healthy in week five, but uh, if he's healthy, I mean, they've they've never finished below five hundred with Mike Tomlin as their head coach. So uh, they're they're always going to be a tough competitive team. Yeah, I, I uh, I'm I'm siding with Shield here. I I, I had a tough time uh, with this game, but I have a lot of respect for what Tomlin's done in Pittsburgh. And like Shield said about defense, that's a that's a team that's always tough. Um, and uh, you, you know, I I could go either way there, but I I, I went with the Steelers. This is a uh, Miles Sanders' homecoming, as 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 you guys mm. know. Miles Sanders wears a medallion around his neck, or a a, a necklace with a medallion hanging off it, uh, with the Pittsburgh Pirates P on it. Did you know uh, that, Shield? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, so he's he takes a that lot was of pride. Very, that was a very presumptuous, as you both know. <laughs> I, um, I mean, why on earth would I know that? <laughs> well, you've been around Miles Sanders. Like that's 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 it's it's not it's not um, uh, like a, uh, a very subtle uh, a medallion. I mean, it, it stands out. So uh, he takes a lot of pride in his in his Pittsburgh roots, and he's 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 going back. And the Eagles have a lot of Pittsburgh connections on their team. So uh, that that week will be full of uh, interesting storylines to pursue when. And if it happens, obviously. <laughs> I got them at three and two. Yeah, I've got them losing there. <laughs> I believe I do as well. Uh, so as you said, this is the this is a tough stretch at San Francisco, at Pittsburgh, and then home to the Ravens uh, for a week six game in mid-October. LJ Fort revenge game here. <laughs> LJ big Fort time. revenge game. Big, this is a big Capania Bowl game. Uh, not quite Seahawks Eagles, but we we certainly know that you have uh, ingratiated yourself with that organization. This will be the Eagles if they're under if they're underdogs at home this year. This I think would be the most likely. Well, you got the Seahawks game, I guess potentially. I think that uh, Saints game. That Saints game potentially, yeah. yeah. So those are probably the three toughest uh, home games. Uh, it's a tough. Ra- I mean, it's a tough slate of opponents. It is a very. Like- it is very tough. Yeah, man. I was going through here like, wow. You don't. I mean, in terms of the games with no juice at all. I mean, the you know, if you want to take out division games, I mean, the Giants and Washington. Those games mm-hmm. uh, generally have not had a lot of juice and don't figure to have a lot of juice. But I, I couldn't find. An- is there another game on the schedule that you feel like doesn't have a lot of juice? I mean, you, you, not really. 
Yeah, you could say like the Bengals, but that's going to have juice. Joe Burrow coming into town. It's yeah. week three. Uh, there's a game later in the season at the Browns. You know, maybe in another season you would say, all right, that's not going to have a lot. But either they're going to be a train wreck at that point. I uh, agree. Or they're, they're going to be competitive. And West is, is interesting. Yeah, I think the so. second Giants game might lack juice. Uh, coming off a bye, uh, the first one's a primetime game, and it's only like two weeks later or, th- or three weeks later. There's probably yeah. going to be some, uh, oh, these guys again type type thing from the fans. So so I, I would put that second Giants game there, even though that's yeah. a rival. Yeah, I think the Giants and Washington games are sort of tough right. to get up for. But yeah, I've got them losing to the Ravens. So I had them winning the first three, losing the next three, and uh, the ups and downs, and they're three and three after six weeks. Yeah, Shiel and I are. I'm. I'm happy. I'm. I'm agreeing with Shiel of the two of you. Uh, mm. yeah, <laughs> definitely a better place to be. There's no doubt about that's that. A, that's a joke. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, Bo, are, are we getting a Shiel appearance? At the press box in this game, I think most likely. <laughs> well, actually, I, I Wait, think no is... because I think there is no press box most likely. But That's what I was going to say. I mean, uh, if there were in a theoretical, I think we get a shield appearance in the uh, Zoom post game press conference. You know, this could, this could be very convenient for my coverage. I'll say that much. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, Shield, who true. do you need? We'll get you a couple of players on a Zoom. Uh, you need a coach? Yeah, we can get him to Zoom in with you. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, this could yeah. be good. I yeah. want us to leave not, this chair. Shield's not wearing pants for the entire second half of the year. <laughs> I know, that's it's, right. That's, that's kind of inconvenient for uh, my coverage. <laughs> <laughs> it's very inconvenient for my coverage. I, I, uh, I, was, uh, I was responding to an email from... Uh, an aspiring reporter today, and and uh, and I I told him always be there, always be fair, and uh, <laughs> wow, you can't Jeez, be there. How many of these do you have? <laughs> Zach's like the Pert Hapley of. Uh... <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so that would be the um, the, the the watching the game from home is is it would be a little different. So I'm I'm hoping that uh, I think that you should put always to... care in there as well. Always be there, always, yeah, okay, yeah, the rule of three, too, it works. Um, it, so, so so the Ravens, I, I really like this uh, Ravens roster. I, I think they got better this offseason. Um, I, I like what they did in the draft. I, I so like what I. they did in the uh, player acquisition period. And uh, I, I, I put it that way because they made some trades, too. It, it wasn't just free agency. Um, and uh, I think they're going to be even better next year. So... Uh, I well, I, think I mean, how could team. you say how could you say that though? Like, maybe on paper, but they were they were so good last year. How could there's no way they could be better than they were last year? Or a tougher team, I should say. Yeah, you know, I, I I I think yeah, that just, that they're I'm, I'm yeah. being pedantic. No, I if, think that I mean they were 14 and two, and they were first in DVOA. So I I mean, yeah, they would have to be. Um, you know, you could. Maybe they could reach sort of that same level. It's probably more like I think their over under is like 11 and a half wins. Um, you know, the one thing as I was doing my uh, research on them, uh, they were the healthiest offense in the NFL last year. So, you know, those are some of the things you look at when, all right, could a team kind of come back down to earth a little bit? That might be a one thing. But, yeah, they're still uh, – the Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorites uh, in Vegas, and the Ravens are number two. So they're they're still among the elite. Who's number three? I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. I'll look those, it up for those, you in a I second. Think, I think those would have been my – you know, the guesses for one, two. I, I, I don't know who my number three would be. I guess 40, – 49ers are three. Mm, yeah, I don't like that. I'd fade that. 
Bo, uh, did you have any Earl Thomas jokes in your uh, write-up? I did. I did not have any Earl Thomas okay. jokes in my write-up. That's. Uh, I'll stay away from that one. But, Giants. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. I, you're the one with. You, you've got more brothers than me, so I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, All right, week seven, uh, the Eagles uh, take on the Giants. A Thursday night at home. game. A Thursday, Thursday night, night game, game after the. So after that, I mean, you you highlight that very difficult three game stretch, and then after that, you start to play a short week game. Uh, in the division against the Giants, that's not super helpful. I think you're going to like my Joe Judge blurb, Bo. Oh man, boy, does that that guy is just. I tried to get a, I tried to get in your head as I wrote that bad boy. I got. I, I, got I might have Joe even Judge gone overboard. <laughs> oh, you, you get so we both so we both just crushed Joe Judge in our blurbs. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, what else am I going to okay. do? Okay, well, um, I really don't think we need to talk about this game much. Everyone's got to win. Think the, I think the Giants are going to be maybe the worst team in football with Joe Judge leading the way. He seems like such a dunce, that guy. It's <laughs> a Philly guy. Um, that, guy seems, <laughs> that guy seems dumb as rocks. He's not the like dumb. Oh, God. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm feisty tonight. I'm sorry. You are. Uh, so quick nugget here. The Eagles are undefeated on Thursday night under Doug Peterson. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you. weren't you asking? Uh, him? you did a story on that last year, didn't you? Yeah, I, I did. Yep. What I, do you think? I, what? What, uh, what, what? What? If you had to pick one reason behind that, why do you think that is? Uh, that, that's a good question. I, I think the the reason is because they say every time they keep it simple. You know, like mm. you know, I, <laughs> I I think they tend to overcomplicate things often because actually, when you look at them with extended rest, um, they're her. They're not as, as, as good as you would think. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, sometimes when they just like, when they just let their players play, um, they're better than when they get too cute, uh, in my personal opinion. Uh, so that is my, um, that's my theory for it. Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Kelsey, I remember said that he likes these short week games, uh, because he thinks like veterans have an edge because even though your body may not be ready, everybody's body is not ready. And, and so. Like just the uh, knowing what's going on in a game is 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 a bit of an advantage. That's his opinion. I don't, I don't know if it's proven or not, but and and, and players like getting it early in the season. That's something they always look. That's for. true. Yeah, yeah. I would say the vet. Maybe since they're such an old team, the vets like it because they're they've been through it. They're like, sweet, we get a weekend, we get a mini buy coming up. They're not fretting over it. Hmm. Uh, and then the last game before the buy, and and. You know, if you were looking at this schedule like a normal year, a very good buy placement for the Eagles uh, in Week Nine, so you get a full, uh, you know, full half season. Uh, but the first half of the season closes in Week Eight with a primetime game at home against the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys uh, per Vegas are the slight favorites in the NFC East. It's almost even. They are uh, plus one twenty-five, and the Eagles are plus one thirty-five in the NFC East. I would right now put my money on the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay, we'll see how the rest of this uh, game-by-gamer goes. But I've got the Eagles winning this one uh, at home against the Cowboys to improve to 5-3 and three going into the bye. Yeah, so uh, so whether you pick them to win in Week 16 and, and, and lose this one or, 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 or win this one and, and lose in Week 16, I, I think that, that they split against Dallas and they need to take care of the rest of the division. And uh, I have them uh, winning this one and then losing in Week 16. So I didn't notice this before, but this is sort of silly, right? Um, you have the bye, and then you open up the bye 
the post by at the Giants. So you're playing the Giants three times in four weeks in the middle of the season. What's up with that? Was was that yeah. last year? There was another year recently yeah, where they, they did that yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was at the end of the season last year. Right. Exactly. Why? Hmm. Well, like she was saying, maybe they they matched up the bye weeks with with certain things. I I, I don't know the answer. I guess I say they should just have him play back think, to back. I, I, I think the NFL. I think the NFL really likes to play up the whole um, thing about how difficult making the schedule is and all these different permutations and things they have to think about. And I think it's really baloney. Of course it is. We could give it to our boy Dennis, loyal listener. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I bet in two hours he would have a, a more fair schedule than they come out with at any point. I think that's definitely right. They 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 probably have like you know I mean I don't know I know there's been stories done on it but I'm just picturing well, yeah, it's people like, it's with like, like it's things like you know concerts are are uh, right. scheduled at arenas and stuff like that but that shouldn't really affect who you got to play. Okay, uh, I've right. got uh, them and, beating the Giants. Yeah, me too. I mean the Giants are going to be terrible. Yes, as as do I, and and we should also note that uh, between uh, October. 11th at, at Pittsburgh and November 22nd at Cleveland, they don't board a plane. Uh, so this is their only road game during that five-week stretch, and it's, it's obviously just a drive up the, up the Jersey Turnpike. Um, but uh, in in the first however many weeks of the season, um, what is it, 10 weeks, 11 weeks, um, they only fly twice. It's sort That's of like good. the opposite of last year, right? I mean, last year exactly. they didn't get on a plane – what was it after? Or they got Miami. on a plane once. Yeah, after, yeah once like, after weeks, yeah. eight or after something. November. Or yeah. like in November and December, they only board the plane once. Yep. Yeah, this year it's kind of rough down the stretch with the uh, with the flights, but we will get to those. All right, so I have them at six and three after week ten. What do you guys have them at? Well, I think I was. I think I was six and three too. I believe so too. Here, I'm, I'm pulling my document up. Okay. As we and speak. The, um, and then yeah, uh, yes, I have them six and three at this point. Oh, all right. We're no fun. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna mm-hmm. uh, be different though down the stretch. So let's see. Uh, week eleven at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I have this as sort of the classic game that everyone pencils in as a win, but they end up losing game. Uh, so they go to Cleveland. I, I got this as a loss too. Oh, okay. There you go. So they go to Cleveland. They lose. Win. Okay. Yeah, I this is win, but I think I actually had this. So our our listeners should know. In addition to the doing game by games, we did like a can't miss game, a crucial stretch, and a game that's gotten tougher this off season. And I said this is a game that's gotten tougher this off season because I really like what what Andrew Barry's done in 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 Cleveland during the past month. Yeah, I, I thought I, he had, uh, I thought they had one of the best drafts. Actually, I mean their draft I thought was really good. It wasn't like uh, headline stealing, but I thought they made a lot of smart picks and moves. I like their draft as well. Um, I was going to say I actually read that question differently and as more a uh, game that got tougher or harder based on like where it fell in the schedule. Oh, hmm. really? Okay. I, I, I thought it was based it, on the offseason. No one's paying attention. Who cares? <laughs> 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 uh, so, uh, uh, and this is the, uh, the, the Andrew Barry revenge game. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah Barry and Howie will have a nice pregame conversation. Uh, this is probably this is probably going to be Jason Kelsey's final time playing in his hometown. Oh. And, I saw. Uh, and and Kevin Stefanski's a Philly guy who uh, actually worked for the team for a summer. So. Uh, and what? Who, who beat out who? Stefanski beat out Joe Judge. 
Yes, Stefanski beat out Joe Judge, yeah. and Joe Judge transferred. That makes more yeah. sense. That makes sense to me. Stefanski seems like a guy who's got a real working brain upstairs. He's, he's a pen grad, Stefanski. Like I said. Uh, I, heard, okay. I, heard, I heard Barry during an interview called Howie Roseman the best GM in football. In sports, I believe he said. Oh, in sports. Wow. I think he said in sports, yes. He was there for like 10 months. How did he know? Well, a smart man. Say nice things like that. All right. Well, that's true. Week 12, uh, right. Wolf, Wolf Week. The Seahawks come to town. Capadiable. Oh, it's raining outside. I bet I bet you don't I bet you know what this is like from your time in Seattle, huh, Shiel? By the way, really, I mean it has rained more here <laughs> over like the last three months than it ever did in Seattle. I mean, I don't know. I would have to check the totals, but I really feel that feel strongly about that. Okay. Oh yes, it has rained a lot, that is for sure. All right. Uh so this is a Monday night game and a, obviously a playoff rematch. Mm-hmm. Also, this is I mean, one it's I week might 12. Uh, have Who knows to what attend the in the press like. box if there and, is a press and box. And Doug Peterson is 0-4 against Seattle. I mean, he's they've had his number. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Uh, Russell Wilson, I think, has a lot yeah. to do with it. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson's been outstanding in in all those games. I don't know the last oh, year. Oh, oh, although, yeah, yeah, last year's regular yeah, season game. Yeah, I wouldn't he say actually, that. Yeah, but he he had like two or three really good plays, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, that is a good point. In that first actually, game, it wasn't actually. You know what? That first game, it wasn't him. They were dropping passes. He, that's he true. Actually, yeah. That's right. But yeah, they they did not look like an offensive. Uh, they were not winning that game by moving the ball up and down the field offensively. But uh, I listen. I learned my lesson in last year's playoffs, picking the Eagles to uh, beat the Seahawks. I'm in the uh, prove-it-to-me mode with this matchup, so I'm going to pick the Seahawks against the Eagles until the Eagles beat them. So I've got the Eagles losing here and falling to 6-5. and five. I have I have the Eagles losing and falling to 7-4. and four. I believe I have them losing, and I know that I have them losing. I believe I have them falling to 6-5. and five. Uh, And then, so this is, as you said, the other very difficult stretch. It, it starts with home against Seattle. And then out to Green Bay, and then back home to New to play New Orleans. Uh, week thirteen at Green Bay. I think that this game is one that looks more difficult now than it will end up being. I think the Packers are uh, due for a big comeback, uh, bounce back to earth this year. So this is the the latest in the year the Eagles have ever played at Lambeau Field. Uh, so oh, interesting. they're going to need Doug. Yeah. They're going to need Doug Peterson to tell them all about the frozen tundra, right? Um, they're going to need to read some stories about his time as a, a radio show host. <laughs> he, yes. That's available on the, on, on the athletic. Uh, and obviously you'll, or I think people that week will, will bring up the game in Lambeau last year when the Eagles ups, upset them on a short week. Uh, my guess is the Packers run defense will be better this time around. So you have the who do you have winning? I have I have the Packers. I have the Packers winning this game. Okay, uh, the Surely NFC for the Eagles. NFC North is very uh, difficult to figure out because the Vikings underwent this sort of soft rebuild 
this offseason. Nobody's going to believe in the Lions. Uh, you know, if you want to pick the Bears as a weird sleeper, even though they had a terrible offseason, I guess you could potentially do that if you think uh, Nick Foles can stay a little bit healthy and give them competent quarterback play. So I agree with you, Bo, that the Packers are not as good as their record and their season indicated last year. I think they probably still, you know, have like a, a 500 floor. I mean, I would be surprised if Rodgers were healthy and they were worse than like a eight or nine win team. Uh, so I've got the Eagles going here and losing their third straight game, falling to six and six and a panic football panic bow hitting the streets. Mm. I have the Eagles winning any- this game. Uh, I think, I think, uh, you know, Jordan Love will throw a bunch of interceptions because Aaron Rodgers has decided to quit on the organization than quit on him. I was going to ask you guys, is there a better chance that Jordan Love or Jalen Hurts starts this game? Uh, I had them both starting in my blurb. Oh, did you? I had Wentz suffered an injury. Yeah, Wentz suffered an injury. Hurts started for the Eagles and uh, and Rodgers suffered an injury and uh, Love started for the Packers. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. New Orleans. I, now, the question that was posed in the uh, in the bullets, the game that had the most juice, basically. You know, what game is the the can't miss game? I think it's this game. I think it is the return of Malcolm Jenkins and mm-hmm. a team uh, that eliminated the Eagles in the playoffs two years ago. This is interesting, by the way. The 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 stretch of Seahawks, Packers, Saints. Of course, those three teams responsible for the last four playoff losses for the Eagles. Ah, say you did do a little bit of research. Well done. I did one bit of research. Mm, That's good. Uh, The Saints, the last two years, what do you think their regular season record is? Uh, Combined? Yeah, combined. Well, I bet Zach Zach knows it exactly. I would say, no, I mean, I don't know it exactly. I would say either 25 or 26 wins. Yeah, that's I'm going to guess. I'll, 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 I'll say 26. Oh, Bo, coming on strong at the 48-minute mark of the podcast, showing signs of life. <laughs> yeah, 20. I mean, they've, uh, you know, they've uh, they've kind of choked in the playoffs over and over again, but they are, yeah, 26-6 and six the last two years in the regular season. So I actually, I, I heard, I, I thought Bo said that the referees choked in the playoffs for them. Was, 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 was that what you said, Bo? <laughs> No, I think that's what they said. <laughs> oh, I think that's okay. what Sean Payton whined about. I, I thought that was uh, you. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought Bo wrote a long piece on that about how <laughs> they got a relook at pass interference replay after that, and <laughs> right. it just wasn't fair. Are, are we, right? By the way, we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna skate over this whole thing about how Sean Payton pitched a fit and they changed a rule for a year and then got rid of that rule, and we're not even gonna really be like well, that was really dumb that this guy just got his way. Well, Bo. I don't know if you noticed. There's been a lot going on, so maybe that. <laughs> Touché, maybe that's that there's 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 places to to divert your attention rather than a rule change in the NFL. I like it. Bring that, it on. Bring that, the heat, baby. That was the moment of the pod right there. Wow, very nice. A little little taste of your own medicine. All right. I've got them uh, in a surprise. You know, everyone thinks the season's over in my scenario. They followed at six and six. They've lost three in a row. They've got the Saints coming to town. I've got them uh, pulling off uh, what I think could be an upset. I think they could be underdogs in that game, beating the Saints and uh, improving to seven and six going into the final three games. I have them uh, losing this game. 
And I, I think the previous game, Shield used the term panic. Uh, I, I wrote in my blurbs here, it's a three-game losing streak that causes panic in Philadelphia. So, and of course, relatively speaking. So yeah, did you have, did you have them at seven and six after this, yes. Zach? Yes, okay. yeah, seven and six. Yep. Okay. I think I have them uh, losing this game and, and falling to seven and six too. Uh, but I think I actually – I then have them losing to the Cardinals in the next week oh. at Arizona, 7-7. Seven and seven. I was very tempted to do that. I think the Cardinals are going to be a, a tough team this year. I mean, their offense was pr- above average last year. Now you've got Kyler Murray in his second year. We know the importance of adding a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. So even if their defense isn't good, they also improved the offensive line a little bit. Uh, I think that offense has a chance to be really, really good this year. And they could be kind of a, I don't know if they're going to be like a playoff competitive team, but I think they'll be sort of a sneaky, fun uh, team that, uh, you know, is in a lot of games. But um, I went back and forth on this game in week 15. At Arizona, I thought this was my choice for a game that um, got tougher, obviously, because of the Hopkins acquisition mm-hmm. and some of the other moves they made. Uh, I ended up giving the Eagles the win uh, and improving them to 8-6, and six, but uh, I was tempted to give them a loss here. Have you done a Kyler Murray deep dive, Sheil? I did, but it was in. Uh, it was for like a, they were doing the Arizona, like a, Arizona yeah. week or something. So oh, it was in like right. week, it was in like week twelve. Uh, okay. So it didn't make a lot of sense, but uh, I did like watch him a lot there. Throws a beautiful deep ball. I, I like a um, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I like a Kyler Murray. I mean, his deep ball was awesome. They had a really fun offense. I thought his biggest issue last year, I thought, was that he sort of. Um, was thinking his his athleticism could carry him further than it did, you know? Like he had mm. plays where he's running around uh, 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage and trying to evade defenders and then takes a bad sack or uh, makes a bad decision or something mm. like that. But uh, overall, I was very uh, very encouraged by, by a Kyler Murray. Okay, I like that. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I too really like uh, this, 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 this Cardinals team. You know, this is the... Uh, this is my group of linebackers here with Isaiah Simmons and Devondre Campbell. And Jordan um, Hicks. And, and Jordan Hicks. And, and, and Jordan How dare Hicks. you? How dare and, you yeah. not mention and him Jordan Hicks group. played every snap last year. Yeah. And Jordan Hicks loved you, Zach, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, I can't speak for Jordan. I mean, I had a good relationship with him. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought he was always then, uh, giving you time. Yeah, and then and then Chandler Jones, a Syracuse guy. who You're not kidding. I, I know his, his, his older brother, Arthur, uh, back in the day, and uh, we went to school together. The younger brother, John, did not know him. He he turned out to be the most famous Jones in the family. Yep. Is, that, is that accurate? Yeah. Uh, but I, I did know Arthur. Um, in any event, uh, I have the Eagles winning this game, and I I, I, I don't pick it with much conviction because I, I do like the Cardinals. Uh, this is why you got Darius Slay for matchups like this. So uh, very curious to see what that's like. And don't love the interior Cardinals offensive line here. I, I, I'm curious to see uh, how that comes into play against the Eagles interior defense. I mean, I don't I know just, that much about MMA. Is is John John Jones is just John Bones Jones, right? Right. Yes. Is that and he's uh, so because that's interesting. So Chandler Jones is really putting together like uh, I know he's in Arizona, so no one notices. He's really putting together a Hall of Fame yes uh, career, and he he may not be the most uh, accomplished or at least well-known brother of the three. I think that hmm. John Bones Jones is kind of a, uh, uh, I don't know, a ne'er-do-well or something, I can say. 
He has know. gotten into some trouble. Yeah, oh, he's gotten okay. into some All trouble, right. right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, notorious, I guess. Um, I just think like uh, it's week fifteen of the season. Who knows what the Cardinals' interior offensive line is going to be like? Obviously, <laughs> but we're, we're just. <laughs> I mean, this is we're picking these. I'm not. I'm not going to the casino and betting on these. Now, games. gotta say, if if this were a normal, if this were a normal year. A uh, December trip to Arizona. That's a good pull. Mm, oh, yeah. Nice. Big yeah. Uh, all right. Week 16. The uh, the game that I would uh, guess will uh, everybody will have circled. I had the Eagles losing that game, falling to 7-7, seven seven, by the way. Uh, at Dallas for a, uh, a Sunday night affair. Well, not Sunday night, but Sunday late afternoon. Let's hope there's not a tornado this time. Yes. Uh, I have, yes. I, I've, I've got the Eagles... Losing this game, it's uh, you know kind of an identical situation to last year, where it's Week 16, but this time you're in Dallas instead of Philadelphia. Uh, I agree with Vegas that the Cowboys should be slight favorites. I mean, I know they lost guys, they lost uh, Robert Quinn, they lost Byron Jones on defense, but they poured resources into the offense. They brought back Amari Cooper. They've got C.D. Lamb. I know they lost the center uh, Travis Frederick, but that's really the only guy they've lost on offense, and they were, I think, number two in offensive efficiency last year. Uh, I think if they would have hired, like, a, a really good coach, I mean, they, yeah. they would be in great, great shape. I mean, you're going to have an upgrade anytime you move on from Jason Garrett, but, I, you know, I feel like the uh, size of that upgrade could have been a lot bigger than what it is in Mike McCarthy, but at least he's letting Kellen Moore uh, call the plays on offense, and they're not changing something that wasn't broke. So uh, I think the Cowboys are, be- are better than the Eagles right now, and I've got them winning this game, and the Eagles drop to 8-7. and seven. Uh, So I, I have the Eagles winning uh, this or I'm sorry, I have the Eagles losing this game and dropping to 8-7. and seven. Oh, um, I'm surprised, really? Yeah, well, because I, I have them splitting with Dallas. Okay. Uh, so, so I, and I said, like, perhaps... Dallas wins the first one. The Eagles win this one. But I, I don't think the season is going to come down to this game. I think the season comes down to Week 17. I think they have a little more wiggle room uh, than they than they had last year when it was a even though they're eight and seven elimination game. Really? Yeah. Well, first off, there's there's expanded playoffs this year. Mm, that's right. Uh, oh know, shoot! I forgot about the so, expanded playoffs. <laughs> so, Damn. Um, you know, now in in the if you go back to 2017, for instance, the nine and seven teams didn't make it. But in most years, well, I I I, I don't have all the evidence, but. I, I, I would you know what really grinds my gears my is a pet peeve is when somebody says something without yes. having done the research. That's why I stopped and I said, certainly last year, the uh, the only team that didn't make the playoffs was 9-7, and seven, the Rams. They would have gotten in. Sure. Uh, ha, you know, the, the, the Cowboys finished 8-8 eight and eight last year. Um, the year before that, the Eagles made the playoffs at 9-7. and seven. Um, So... You know, I, I, I at least these these past two years, the conference hasn't been such that you have all these like heavyweight teams at at at, at the top. You know, so I I think nine and seven could potentially win the division for you, uh, or it could sneak you in as as a wild card team. Man, I'm gonna forget that at every turn mm. between now and uh, whenever the playoffs. I'm are. surprised I'm gonna... that I did remember it uh, because oh. I have the Eagles losing this game, falling to seven and eight. Uh, as the Cowboys <laughs> take the division, but then I have the Eagles sneaking into the playoffs at eight and eight with a week with a wow. week seventeen victory over Washington at, eight eight. at home. 
had Nate Sunfeld then leading them to a Super Bowl championship. <laughs> oh, so I could have had them losing in Week 15 to the Cardinals, uh, finishing eight and eight, and still getting in the playoffs. That's what as, I have. Uh, eight and eight in the playoffs. Oh, that's what you have. Eight and eight, okay, number seven. Right. And I have nine and seven, and not in the playoffs. Our readers are going to be very mm. confused. <laughs> but uh, listen, that's how you it like goes the sometimes. you like the NFC uh, uh, as a, as a group a little bit more than I do. Yeah, I've always said that. Yeah, yeah of course. That's a long-standing thing. So a uh, a a quick uh, Google search here, just because it was it was on my mind. I don't want to give out bad information. This is <laughs> from Kevin Seifert from ESPN, Shields' old old uh, colleague. If Very nice guy. The, the, Great guy. Yeah. If you apply the new format to the field since the start of the 2002 season, which would cover 36 additional playoff teams, you find that nine, eight, and eight teams would have been number seven seeds. Over that same period, however, eight of the nine, ten, and six teams that missed the postseason would have made it under the new format. Had this format existed last season, the Pittsburgh Steelers at eight and eight, and the Los Angeles Rams at nine and seven would have been the, the number seven seed. Hmm. I I need a I need like a here's how many teams went nine and seven over the last uh, whatever twenty years. And here's how many got it, and here's like like how likely is it for you to miss the playoffs at nine and seven? I I'll do that research. I'm not asking yeah, you to uh, a national reporter on the call. That'd be, yeah, that'd be yeah. good. I'll uh, I will I will do this uh, research. Maybe this is a worthwhile uh, post or something on the Athletic. I would like to know the percentages, but so I like, I have the Eagles winning this uh, Week 17 game in in Washington, um, as I, I believe we all have. I have them finishing nine and seven. I have them making the playoffs either as a division title or as a wild card. Okay, so two nine and sevens and an eight and eight though. That's uh, I I thought at least one of you would be in uh, in the ten win range. So I, I don't know if we've all talked each other into them not being maybe as good as the public thinks, or if we are uh, on the right track. It feels like nationally, uh, people are probably a lot more bullish on them than we might be locally here. Yeah, so it, that's a good point, and I was uh, I was I was I was going back and forth on a few of these like um, inflection point games or pivot point games, if you will. Uh, and you know, for instance, um, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Cleveland, Arizona are 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 games that I, I I could make arguments either way. I don't think the Eagles have like twelve or thirteen win uh, ceiling in them. Um, so I I well, I think I'm not it's, sure it's I would go that far though. I just like an NFL season is is can be so random and who knows what'll happen. I think there's I sure. think they I think they have a 15 win ceiling, but I think they have a 4 win floor. Well, that's a wide all right, that's a wide range of outcomes. Yeah. No, if, I, if, mean, if, I think if somewhere Wentz, between like 8 and 11. If Wentz plays, let's say, if I tell you Wentz is guaranteed to play 13 games, uh then I don't. Uh, then how low do you think their floor is? I would say like seven mm. and nine. I I was gonna say six. I think I would just think I think floor is like it's a very. I think it's probably overused. As I like, I do think they are a, a sort of a high variance schedule? team though. It's a tough schedule, but I mean, for all the criticism I've levied their way, you really need like uh, if a if Jalen Rager can be sort of an impact rookie. And if Deshaun Jackson can give you 12 games, then all of a sudden you feel a lot better about this team. I mean, those are ifs. I, again, they're they're taking about. They were. I mean, this is a, this is a team that was like left for dead at the end of December last year. Uh, it's a. It was a. 
a five and seven team. And we don't necessarily know that they've gotten better than they were last year. I mean, this, the, uh, the offense may be better if they get a little bit more health, but it might not be better. Miles Sanders might not be as good. Jalen Rager might be nothing. And, and they haven't added anybody else. The defense might be, there's no, it, it, it doesn't have to be better. Like, uh, what if Darius Slay is not that great? What if the loss of Malcolm Jenkins is a really huge deal? What if the defensive end guys do nothing and Fletcher Cox, uh, last year was not just an aberration. He's nowhere near the, uh, stud player that he was. Like, I don't think any of those things are that unlikely. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was talking to someone with the team who was making this, this argument that, that they were, or that they're going to be that that they're better than the team that ended the season, and I do agree that they're better than the team that that ended the season against Seattle. I don't agree that they're better than the team that started the season against Washington. Um, if if that makes sense, like I liked the and and I I say that knowing a lot can happen in these next or or I shouldn't say a lot. Some uh, there are some moves that could happen that that could alter the roster. But um, I'd, I'd like their overall roster more going into last season than I, I think I will going into this season. Do you guys disagree with that? Uh, I obviously on brand can't remember what I thought. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's right because when we did this exercise last year, I think I had them at 11 or 12 wins. So, uh, yes, I definitely did like them more at this point last year than I do uh, than I do right now. I, yeah, I think the defense staying mediocre is almost uh, likely. Um, I've been pretty clear about that. I think all sort of the variance is probably on the offensive side of the ball, all with the passing game. Bo, you keep mentioning Miles Sanders. I feel like that's the last guy we should mention in terms of might not be as good as last year. I mean, I I think, you know, he's probably going to be, even if he drops off a little, he's probably still going to be 90% of what he was last year. But yeah, I mean, the passing game, you just don't know. And that, that determines like everything. I think the sleeper sort of under the radar thing is that this offensive line could really decline. Yeah. I mean, whether, it, whether it's age or injuries, whether it's Dillard playing and being not good at all, whether it's Peters coming back at this age and being injured and not good. I mean, that's an area where you say like, even if the wide receivers play a little bit better, that wait a minute, all of a sudden the offensive line is not as good as it was a year ago. So anyway, we have a long time to talk about all that. We're over the one hour <laughs> mark. Uh, good night. I'll talk to everybody next week. I just think the very <laughs> Quickly, the last thing is like, and, and part of why I think this is this is you know annually such a silly exercise, is because like every football season comes down to who gets injured, which guys get injured, right? So yeah, uh, that's why I think like the confidence interval of their of how many wins they're going to have is so wide. Like if Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox get injured and everybody else stays healthy, that's huge. But or if like. Uh, the season-ending injuries only happen to, I don't know, Greg Ward and eight guys in the secondary again. They'll probably be fine. I mean, when did you I'm, turn I'm, into I'm gonna this, this like, conversation. Uh, I'm going to end on. this conversation. I got to get a jab in. Yeah, get it get in. A jab yeah. In. When did you turn into this, like, this uh, worthless exercise, curmudgeon yes. old reporter? Like, it's just football. It's game-by-game oh, predictions. I'm not, I mean, saying we, th- I'm not saying we can't have fun doing it, although maybe I'm the one who's not having fun. <laughs> Uh, I love yeah, the game so by game yeah, prediction. Yeah. I've been doing this for like uh, for like oh, probably thirty years of my so life. I've been doing game by but, game uh, predictions. But, uh, but I think yeah. it's I think it's fun because it's it is um, 
it is understood from the beginning that it's a it's a ridiculous exercise. That's why it's fun. Exactly. That's what I was. I was. I was about to say. Like what what Shield said when when Shield started this, saying that he doesn't like these people who are like you can't you know make these predictions. I'm. I think any reasonable person who reads these who who does this understands like don't hold us to this. Obviously, so many things could happen. Uh, but but. Most people who who get this schedule are are looking at it and and, and putting W and L's, and I, I think it's sure it's a fun exercise. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, it's fun. there's no reason not to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You got me on a weird day, I guess. <laughs> All right. Too much. So what's that? The there's nothing else to. Uh, we don't have any other like uh, markers coming up, right? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> okay. No, but I I vow that the next time Bo brings up a game, I am going to listen to <laughs> every rule of the game before my my mm. mind starts turning to like the the questions and whatnot. Because uh, I gotta say, some some people who who know me well were very disappointed, <laughs> not like in in like in the lack of of like basic logic that I showed. Uh, with with uh, I hope it wasn't with, like, your getting children. excited to answer the questions. No, it was not. I mean, <laughs> not, no, it was, it was it was not that. But like, I was like, impressed. No, you put on a very impressive performance. Yeah, I you I did thought. a great job. Yeah, you yeah. did a fantastic job. You got to show off. You got to show off your knowledge. Maybe you lost no, the battle no, to win it, the war. I mean, it it would be like it would it it would be like being at a blackjack table and and like hitting on a. On an eighteen, and if you get a three, it doesn't mean that you're a good blackjack player. It just means you got a good card. Like I, I should have uh, uh, been more mindful of the game itself, not just spitting out the information. So I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, it, it was not, uh, it was not a good performance. I thought, I it, thought a, it worked I thought out it perfectly. A, yeah, that was a great. You performance. got to show off your knowledge. I had to do very little and didn't have to really be yeah, involved. It, it was both and I still won. I thought it won for I, yeah, everybody. Won. <laughs> I thought. I think that's probably right. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back uh, at some point next week to uh, talk about something. I guess for Zach and Sheil and Bo and as always, we love you. Birds with friends.